Do you shop on Amazon.com? Of course you do. You can now support the Midwest Podcast Network while doing so. Go to Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com and a very small percentage of your purchase will go towards making our network and its content even better. That's Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Bookmark it today. Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Tim. I'm Willie. Today we've got a newcomer to the podcast, the official fiance of the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast, Nikki. Hello. Thank you for joining us, Nikki. Uh, today we are starting a new monthly feature on the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast called Fight the Franchise. Uh, this is where Willie, Nikki, and Tim talk about a franchise that they would like to kind of do a retrospective of and, yeah. and do a little bit of a deep dive into. We're so. either going to suffer through them or, or just soar. It, it, it depends on the franchise. Yeah. So we'll see which one this is. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, before we get to the meat of this bonus episode, feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com is where you can write to us. Let us know what you think of the show or the things that we talk about at MFN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on Facebook and Vine. 248-7335-MFN is where you can give us a call, leave us a voicemail. We might talk about it on the show. We want to hear your voice. Yeah. Literally. Yep. That's 248-7335-636. For those of you that don't know, the number's on the phone. And uh, well, they have a rotary. That, they got, <laughs> rotary still has the numbers on the phone. I oh, mean, yeah. yeah. Way to go, Tim. Oh, I just wanted to help them out you more. Spoke, you spoke they have a rotary. They need help. Uh, no, it's okay. It's all on the website. MidwestFilmNerds.com. Go there. All the information. <laughs> All of our previous 123 plus bonus episodes. And uh, what else? Oh, Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Go shop there and we will get a small percentage of yeah. your, of your uh, purchase. Please do to, that. At, at no extra cost to you than what you're already paying for the things you want to buy. So, How much cost is there, Alex? Uh, no extra, extra cost yeah, at all. But they still have to pay for their, for their purchase. Yes. <laughs> Correct? Yep. Okay. They pay for the purchase. We get a percentage of that purchase. Oh. And they don't have to replenish that part of the purchase for Amazon. It's wonderful. Yep. It's great. Don't okay. explain this too much to them. So well, okay. So if you guys <laughs> buy <all> scam. over... <laughs> <laughs> all money goes to us. And really, it redirects you to cutcode.com slash Midwest Filmers, where you can buy knives from me, and I'll come to your door and show them to you. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Off the rails right at the start. Yeah. Always a good sign. Tim. Yeah. What are we doing here today? We're talking about the Leprechaun movies, Alex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. So, tell me more. Why did you guys want to do Leprechaun? Uh, why did we... Uh, let's start with Willie. Well, this, this was weird. Um, I think that me and Tim enjoyed the Friday the 13th retrospective. I'm sure just as much as all of you fair listeners did, because it's great. And you should listen to it if you haven't. Yeah, that was that was two Halloweens ago. Okay. It was our shining moment. 20, 2013. So yeah. go back and look at that on iTunes or Stitcher or MidwestFilmNerds.com. It was great. Yeah. Um, and I, we're both horror fans, as is my lovely fiance to the left of me, Nikki. And we decided that we wanted to do another horror franchise. So uh, we happened to watch Leprechaun on St. Patrick's Day, which is when this whole journey started. And now we're here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And One Piece. Uh, somehow. <laughs> you somehow. made it through. Yeah. We did. You made yep. it through Leprechaun 4 in space in yep. one piece. Yep. The best one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. 
All right, um, so I am mostly handing the reins over to you guys. Okay. I will moderate you through the films once we get to the actual movies. Okay. But uh, please. Well, I just figured we would we could start by talking about, because Leprechaun came out when it was in 93. Yes. Was when it was released, and I figured we could start out by talking about horror movies around that time, just to kind of give some context. Okay. Because, I mean, a lot of kids listen to this these days. It's true. And they don't remember what 93 was like. I was three years old at the time. Yeah, right? That's insane. That is insane. (laughs) Bret Hart was WWF champion. Oh, That's really all that was going on. Owen Hart was still alive? Yes. Oh, yikes. (laughs) Yeah, too far out. I love how any of my wrestling jokes (laughs) immediately go for Owen Hart. (laughs) Sorry. It's the only thing you know about, right? Like, Owen Hart died, right? (laughs) At some point in the 90s. Right. right? And Sting. And Sting. Yeah, I know know about Sting, Sting too. But anyway. But horror was in a weird spot at this point. Very, yeah, because it, yeah. it was pre-Scream, and it was kind of post the heyday of a lot of the slasher movies. Like, this is around the time when Freddy was dead, and then Freddy's dead, and then um, Jason was going to hell. Hellraiser was going to space, I think, around this time. Yep. Yeah. He may have gone a little later. I can't remember the exact dates. It was the early 90s, I think. I had no yeah. idea what was going on during this time, <laughs> yeah. and so I looked it up, and the best <laughs> of 93 was Jason Goes to Hell... Body Bags, Puppet Master 4, Carnosaur, yeah. Body Snatchers, and Body Melt. So it was a... A lot of body. A lot was, of body yes. in this. <laughs> in 93, yeah. So it was a stellar year for we're, horror so movies. So we're getting to like the, the tail end of some of these horror fans. Or not tail right. end, but just like to the real dregs. This is bad. Movies. This is a bad time. I, I'll, I mean, it is. Yeah, and, yeah. and the 90s are a weird period anyway um, because they're very inconsistent. There's no like real through line with the 90s because the 80s had, you had a lot of slashers, you had a lot of kids horror, and then in the 2000s, you had a lot of found footage, you had a lot of supernatural. Yeah. And like the 90s is kind of this weird transitional period that still <laughs> like had those things and then like transitioned later on because that's when you get like the Sixth Sense and the Blair Witch okay. is later and early. You have movies like Carnosaur. Really good movies. Like yeah. <laughs> and, Let's not forget in 93, we also had uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> just just want to throw that out there. Anyway, sorry. Fresh Prince, yeah. Fresh, I was trying to work on a body joke. <laughs> <laughs> David Cronenberg uh, really liked 93, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's really what you get around this time. is, um, And Leprechaun is this weird like mix of like 80s slasher and like monster movie and like kids horror. And what do you mean by kids horror? It's a leprechaun. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say the leprechaun is the kids horror. Well, I mean, like Monster Squad around the time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Monster Squad is a movie things. like that. Is the goofier, more approachable horror movies yes. of that. Okay. Yeah, Monster like, Squad, like is the one. Gate. The Gate would be a similar. Yeah. That was kind of an early one. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm blanking now. <laughs> let, me, let me call it kids horror and move on. <laughs> So that's, I mean, that's kind of what a leprechaun is. Okay. Around this time. I, I don't know if Willie and Nikki agree. No, I mean, it, it was a weird, it was a weird time for horror movies and it was pre-Scream. Scream kind of really redefined a whole genre of movies, not just the slasher, but horror in general. I think that a lot of different horror movies try to take that more meta approach and be sometimes too smart for their own good. Um, but at least there was a difference in, there was a, a change in the genre and yeah. This was this was a low point for me personally. There's not a lot of movies from this. <laughs> from, <laughs> Watching yeah, this my, series, yes. Yeah. <laughs> also a low point. Um, no, I I wasn't. I don't recall a lot of horror movies. The ones Nikki just named, I'm like, huh? You know what I mean? For the most part, so it's it's it was a weird period for horror movies, and I don't. 
think there were a lot of classics that came out of this. Especially, yeah, the early 90s. Yeah, so. Especially in 93. Right, right, right. I didn't know Body Bags was 93. Yeah, maybe we'll get to that at some point. Who knows? The, bo- the body films? Is that a phrase? Yes. No, we just, review, we just review Nikki's list of those films for 93. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like that. So, yeah, it was a weird spot. But Nikki, any thoughts on, on horror at that at that point in time? Mm. Were you watching a lot of horror movies in 93? I don't think so. Okay. No. What were you watching in 93, Nikki? The Care Bears movie. Nice. <laughs> and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Amazing. There you go. Good stuff. Both scary in their own right. <laughs> Large Marge talk is of, terrifying. Talk about a kid's horror movie right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, what's the song from the Care Bears movie? Isn't Carolot yeah, is yeah. a place where we can go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Care. We're just going to do whatever we want That's here. That's all I got. Okay. Yeah. Who sings that? Uh, Carol King. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Ca- Carol King for the Care Bears. Carol <laughs> King. Yeah. Oh, all right. Man. Okay. So, so where was everybody at in 93? Did it, did anybody watch this these movies as they came out? Because I I'll put it I was I was nine years old around this time, and I don't think I saw the first one until later. And I had seen all of these before, but I don't remember all of them except for Leprechaun Origins, the newest one. Yeah, I was seven, six or seven. Um, how old am I? Um, <laughs> and I do remember seeing it on cable at one point when my parents could afford cable okay. in between shutoffs. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I did see the first Leprechaun. I never thought it was scary. I thought it was kind of silly. And I thought Jennifer Aniston looked good in short shorts as a kid. And I was like, oh, that's exciting. Um, but my little brother was terrified. He couldn't walk past the VHS cover without being like, he cried. Wow. So sorry, Zach, for that. (laughs) Calling you out. Nikki? I had never heard of any of those movies until a few years ago when I started working (laughs) at video stores. So... These really are video store classics. Though. Mm-hmm. Just the cover art because you stop and you look at it and you go, that looks stupid. <laughs> Let me you, rent that. Then you rent it. <laughs> yes. And these are good ones if you're 9 or 10 or 11 when you can get like your friend's mom to rent. You'll be like, it's a leprechaun. Come on. That's funny. I think you had you told like that was your exact situation for watching like Jason Takes Manhattan. I yes. Think. Yeah. That yeah was I your used first... to go. Yeah. I used to go over and like we would. And this was on. I remember this was on a double bill. Leprechaun 4 was on a double bill with Demon Knight, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. And I remember watching it. Wow. Like, it clicked in my head while watching it. Like, oh, my God, I remember exactly where I was watching this. That's beautiful. And we convinced, uh, yeah, we got my buddy's mom to rent Leprechaun 4 and Demon Knight. The, the same mom who ran a car into a 7-Eleven? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she was awesome. All right. <laughs> Just call, calling it back to our, uh, Jason, our Jason podcast. But. No, yeah. So... Yeah. yeah. So in yeah. a way, these are kind of like gateway horror movies for a lot of people, I think, especially younger kids. Um, so the other thing I wanted to talk about real quick is why um, why you guys think – why are there seven of these movies? <laughs> <laughs> because seven's a lucky number, and so is a leprechaun, and leprechauns are lucky. There you go. That's it. Oh, why didn't you think of that? They're totally done. This is it. Oh, man. This, this, is, why, yeah, this is why you're the godfather of the – Midwest film nerds. The founder. Yeah. <laughs> the founder. That's what it is. Sorry. I'll be the godfather too. <laughs> Willie, why do you think it's endured? Why do you think there's seven of these? I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you I took I, my answer. <laughs> I, 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 I can't actually tell you why we've got, I, I don't know. It's, I mean, this is a franchise that lasted almost as long as Nightmare on Elm Street, which when you say Nightmare on Elm Street or you even say Freddy to somebody, they immediately know what you're talking about. Right. Um, when you say Leprechaun to somebody, Probably not so much. They just think of like leprechauns, like actual leprechauns, not this one. 
whatever he is. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was a low point in horror, and that's why this one. If, if this one had come out in like the '80s, alongside, you know, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, that kind of stuff, maybe it would not have the la- the staying power it did. But right. I mean, what do we have to choose from? Body melt and leprechaun. I don't know. <laughs> so. Buttermilk, Nikki, why? I don't know. It must have been a low point in Warwick Davis's, you know, <laughs> career, and that he was willing to keep going on with it. And it's he a was low point so that lasted like twenty no, years. But, but, but he, he did was get fantastic. Paid, yeah. He was. And he's getting paid he like really fantastic. So I think that's he's really good in these, and he's also getting paid like residuals now because these are all over cable too. So Warwick Davis, mm-hmm. he's getting paid. I, mean, I like it's him. Probably because of how awesome he was that. It went on that long, and why it's still popular. It it's is the a, only thing I can think of. Yeah, I agree. He's a it's a very good performance by Old Warwick. So it's it's interesting because he does. When you think about slasher villains, I'd say Leprechaun kind of falls into like third tier, maybe, but still up there. I mean, I think Lepre- I think the Leprechaun character has endured, and I think that Nikki's right it has a lot to do with Warwick Davis because he's so charming and so fun, mm-hmm. and he's having a really good time in these movies. Right, mm-hmm. but. It's, I don't know. We'll get into it, but the movies he's actually in aren't maybe so hot for the most part. Maybe. No, they're not. (laughs) We can settle on that. (laughs) We just wrap this up right now. What I think it is, and I'll be quick about this. What I think it is, is is it Wayne's World 1 where Wayne scares Garth? And he just keeps going, I'm the leprechaun. And then he like puts the flashlight <laughs> below his chin. I think it's two. Is it two? Yeah. And then Garth just goes, ah! That's my yeah. Garth impression, too. This is my Wayne impression. So I think that's honestly why it stuck around. Because the Wayne's World movies, I think, are on cable all the time. And then people see that, and they go, what's he talking about? <laughs> and then they hunt down the leprechaun movies at their local video store or their local Amazon. So and what you're saying to is Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Hashtag shameless plug. Yep. Um, <laughs> I, so let me get this straight. You were suggesting that the Leprechaun franchise has endured as long as it has purely because of Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Just that, that 10 second joke in Wayne's World that nobody really remembers is why that, these movies keep happening. Yeah, that's just as that good might, of a theory as any. <laughs> I can't think of a better excuse, Tim. No. Then I think it's one of those <laughs> things is like as we've gotten to a point like everything's so bad it's good and like these are really stupid like they're terrible films yeah they're awful and they're garbage but people see them and then they go oh my god this is so stupid i have to watch it now and then they watch it and they go that was that was a waste <laughs> i think that's that's pretty valid i think that's probably the 90s are probably around the time where like watching schlocky movies really starts to take off mystery science theater was around i mean absolutely was on that time yeah. so i think that had us a lot to do with it as, with it as well all right. Let's get to the movies. Actually. So we're oh, getting man. to the movies. All right. Yeah. Let's start off. Uh, Leprechaun came out in 1993 uh, with director Aaron Cox and writer Mark Jones. Uh, Tim. Mark. There's a rapper, Mike Jones. Yeah, Mike Jones. And every time. He, Two, and, eight, one, three, three, oh, eight, and, zero, zero, four. And every, every, every time I see Mark Jones, director, I go, who? And I go, Mark Jones. <laughs> Did I get that right? Is that the right one? I think so. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. I have a friend named Mark Jones, and when this, when his name, when the name popped up on the screen, I was like, "Oh, it's Mark Jones." <laughs> He's younger than me, though, so I know he, that guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Leprechaun, first one. Leprechaun St- one. Yes. I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna start us off. I'm gonna give people 
the plot description. Just a refresher. Okay. Yeah. Um, these first five plot descriptions were written, written by a gentleman named Dylan Self on IMDb, <laughs> who is also goes by RoboCop TNG nine eight six one two seven, which I believe is RoboCop the Next Generation, and then his zip code. At, Shout out, baby. At AOL.com. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to throw. So these first five are all written by him, but then six and seven are not. So he is jumped off the bandwagon at part five. <laughs> He's like, I'm, after Lever got the hood, I'm done. He was smarter than us. <laughs> yes. So I, he'll probably listen to the first part of this episode. Um, so he goes, Leprechaun one, the movie that started it all. Warwick Davis from Willow plays a mean leprechaun that doesn't like to play by the rules and will kill anyone who goes near his gold. A somewhat delusional man named Dan O'Grady brings home the gold from Ireland after he caught the leprechaun. Only Leprechaun had followed him and wreaks havoc until Dan locks him in a crate and attempts to burn him, but has a stroke. Uh, that seems like a poorly done sentence. <laughs> poorly worded. Uh, ten years later, two people buy the old Grady's old house, not knowing what is locked in a crate in the basement. Also, there are three painters. <laughs> <laughs> His brother Alex and Alex's dim friend Ozzy. That afternoon, Ozzy and Alex find the leprechaun's gold, and Ozzy accidentally releases Leprechaun from his crate, and he goes on a killing spree and terrorizes the four friends trying to get his missing gold back. Finally, they learn the only way to destroy it is to go find Dan O'Grady, thinking he may know a way. They find him at a rest home. He tells them a four-leaf clover is the only way. So now Tori and her friends must find a four-leaf clover in a big clover patch before Leprechaun finds them. That's wow, it. Wow. Boom. Yeah. Wow. By the way, spoilers that for was all two of the minutes. Leprechaun I... movies. <laughs> <laughs> that was two minutes. I'm sorry. That's we'll, okay. We're going to have to cut down the next couple ones. It's all right. We got Wonderful it. synopsis from uh, RoboCop. TNG? Uh, yeah. Yep. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Willie, what did you think of this? Oh, man. Um, okay. So the <laughs> I haven't seen this in years, and I rewatched it thinking maybe it'll be kind of creepy. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not scary at all, actually. I will say that it, it sets up the Warwick Davis uh, leprechaun shtick quite nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets to spot out a few you know, little limericks, if you will, and he gets to have a little fun and kill a few people. That's one thing is, is he, he doesn't really kill anybody in this movie, does he? Like two people? Three. Three? Uh, if you count the woman falling down the stairs at the beginning of the movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's give him three. <laughs> it's pretty low for a slasher movie. Mm-hmm. So already we're kind of setting the stage for the fact that this isn't really much of a slasher series in the traditional sense, um, which is interesting. Um, none of the movie makes sense. I mean, none of it. Uh, <laughs> the three painters are a uh, strapping young lad who looks like maybe a, maybe a, a, a busted Kevin Bacon, perhaps. Yeah, he's, uh, a, he's an interesting mm-hmm. sort. He's a, yeah. he, he's strapping, though. Yeah. Well, I, for my notes, I put that it's three guys who own a painting company. It is Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> it is. Beans from Even Stevens and a busted Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and <laughs> who are the world's worst professional painters. Do you remember their name? It, it's three guys three, that paint. Three oh, guys yeah, that paint. Yeah. 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 That's the actual name of their company. Yeah. It's painted on the side of their, like, mm-hmm. it's bad. You know, they're the worst painters in the history of the world. They really they, are. I think Do they, they paint? No, uh, well, uh, there's parts I mean, of the house. you can see that they've attempted to paint okay. throughout the movie, but it's two different colors, 
It's like red and blue against like a whitish gray house, and it makes no sense at <laughs> all. Wasn't, wasn't no Jennifer sense. Jennifer Aniston was also helping them too? Yeah, like, well, he teaches her how to paint. He teaches her how to paint, even though she's paying them to paint, or her dad is, whatever. And they can't paint. Like the brush strokes are awful. Like I, I want to see the finished house. I'm not gonna lie. Like I want to no. see the house. And actually, there's probably a lot of a lot of houses around that actually look like that. It's so the it's, equivalent of just throwing paint. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. But no, the, the the first Leprechaun movie is not good. It really isn't. It's it's none of it makes sense. It's kind of funny because he she all like equally falls in love with busted Kevin Bacon and also becomes best oh. friends with the mentally challenged guy and the little kid at the there's same a, time. There's a real good meet cute in this. Like, oh, hello. Tell us hello. about hello. it. I don't remember it. Because <laughs> she, she's in the basement and gets creeped out by something and runs outside and is yeah. like, oh my spider. God. And, uh, yeah, the spider. Tarantula spider. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then she runs into b- busted Kevin Bacon yeah. and dad's like, you know what? Fine, we'll leave. And then she's like, no, no, I don't want to leave. I want to know busted Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, well, yeah. Ugh. I would like to think that this is, in comparison, like the step up one of the step up franchise. Both Leprechaun 1 and Step Up 1 are very just straightforward films. And mm-hmm. from here on out, it gets more and more and more fun. Wackier. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They're yeah. just very straightforward movies. Take it up a notch. I, I honestly couldn't have said it better myself. So <laughs> good work. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I have a little trivia real quick. I just want to throw this one fact Let's going hear it. Because I wanted to get it in. This opened the same week as Hoffa, the Jack Nicholson, <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa movie. <laughs> and it opened on half the amount of screens and made as much money. <laughs> I was going to say, I've never heard of Hoffa. No? So, no. Well, we will be covering that in our next retrospective. All right. They're both about angry little men. So... <laughs> Um, the Hoffa franchise is the next for Fight the Franchise? It, it might be. Okay. It might be. We should keep it a mystery to you, too, so you don't know what we're doing. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's fine. Then I don't have to watch any of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nikki, what did you think about Leprechaun 1? You've talked a little bit about it, but what, did, what, were your, uh, what were your thoughts? I mean, I think that my favorite parts... I mean, I think the best kill is the pogo stick one. Okay. I mean, there's not. There's only three kills, and one of them <laughs> is a woman falling down a set of stairs. One of them is a life alert commercial. So, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you don't have many options. So I think it's the pogo stick one. But I loved that there was like a, almost a high speed chase with the leprechaun on a go kart. <laughs> that is good. That he gets pulled over. Yeah. Oh my god. And yeah, he does. Was <laughs> it a go kart? It's kind of a power wheel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know exactly what it was, but it was some sort of little vehicle right. appropriately it's, sized for him. It's, and, yeah. and my other thing is, why the fuck was he on roller skates? Well, this is, yeah. This I is, mean, like, is he... This is very, because it's very weird. This is a weird movie because they show the leprechaun from the beginning. Like, there is no mm-hmm. mystery to the leprechaun. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he showed up, they treat him like a joke. Like, they play, like, ridiculous music. And he starts mm-hmm. lepre- he starts leprechauning. He starts rollerblading. <laughs> Boy, does he. He starts rollerblading around. And he rollerblades through a fence, like, Bugs Bunny. And then, like, his silhouette is there, like, as he rollerblades through. And like, this is really stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't really like it. And it's that's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? Why does... A magical creature have to have roller skates. He can transport. I mean, it depending on what movie you're in. It depends <laughs> on what powers he has and what weaknesses he has. Yeah, we'll get and, into that because that changes completely oh over the course <laughs> of the series. Every single movie that yeah. changes, but 
I don't know. Maybe he didn't have. He maybe he gets magical powers for the second movie, and he didn't have them here, so he we did. needed the roller skates. Maybe the roller skates have magical. Guys, powers. Yes. he mentions multiple times that the only reason they can fight him is that he's weakened because he's separated from his gold. What are you guys not getting about the but mythology behind the leprechaun? Because they shoot him with a shotgun like fifteen to twenty times in this movie. <laughs> Screw you, Tim. <laughs> um, real quickly, Willie, the writer of Leprechaun One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was six, I wrote this. Mark film. Jones. Actually, it makes a lot of sense. Um, so I want to mention a little factoid real quick. Yeah. Um, the end line of course is fuck you lucky charms before the leprechaun is defeated by a slingshot wielding child with a four leaf clover, which by the way, where the four leaf clover patch come from, it was like glowing the whole movie apparently, but we didn't see it. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, and, and just the, the odds that there would be a, just a magical (laughs) four leaf clover patch, like a five, that glows, five foot space. On this farm that he is at, <laughs> that they would just be searching through. It's this. it's really bad. Yeah, it's bad. Um, it, but he the, the the fuck you lucky charms line was actually supposed to be originally something else completely different. Yeah. And what happened was they tried to get Lucky Charms, the cereal the cereal brand, of course. If you're not familiar with Lucky Charms, I don't know why I'm explaining it to you. Because get familiar with it. It's yeah, delicious. Stop being healthy. It's magically delicious. Um, but they <laughs> wanted to use Lucky Charms. They couldn't use it, so they had to make a fake Lucky Charms box for the film. When, of course, the leprechaun tries to eat it and then spits it out. Haha, <laughs> that's funny. Um, but <laughs> Lucky Charms backed out at the last moment, so that was actually the writer's way of saying, fuck you, Lucky Charms. Yeah. For backing out. Kind of funny. Awesome. That was probably my favorite part about the movie was the, the fact, behind the scenes fact. So, Okay. Yeah. Um, real quick, because uh, we're, we're done with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to get into, I want to get into favorite kills, but I just want to mention something real quick. Uh, there's a part in this movie where uh, Jennifer Anderson orders an Evian water. And she does. And they act like, the people there act like it's some hoity-toity. They're like, oh, go back to Hollywood <laughs> with your Evian water. It's just a really funny like thing for me. Sign of the times, and she wears LA gears. Yeah, LA gear shoes. So oh, she was on a Nickelodeon right. game show at some point. <laughs> All right, so best kill and best rhyme. Every Leprechaun movie has a kill in it, I think, and then every Leprechaun movie does not have a rhyme in it, but most of them do. You okay. would think all of them have rhymes, but um, some screenwriters get too lazy, I think, to <laughs> rhyme things. So not all of them do. So best kill, I'm going pogo stick. It's, mm-hmm. it's yep. very stupid. Absolutely. Very I think we can all agree on that. Uh, my favorite rhyme in this is Leprechaun. From the Leprechaun, he goes, diddly, diddly, D, I'm a leprechaun, me. <laughs> <laughs> my... It's not even trying. No, it's, it's just putting diddly, diddly, D. It's nonsense. It's not even yeah. words. No. Okay. Well, during the what pogo... is this, a Red Hot Chili Peppers song? <laughs> <laughs> during the pogo stick kill, he, he then says... This old lep, he played one. He played pogo on his lungs. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah. You can't deny that. It's amazing. I have to go original uh, Leprechaun Limerick. Uh, try as they will, try as they might. He who steals my gold won't live through the night. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. It's See, a classic. A it's kind of menacing. Yeah. It is. That is actually very That belongs menacing. in a good movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's Leprechaun 1, right? Mm-hmm. That's all we got. It is. Leprechaun 2 came out just a short year later. Also directed by Aaron Cox. Gotta capitalize on that heat. Oh, yeah. Uh, written by Turl Meyer and Al Septine. So, Tim, take it away. All right. Leprechaun 2 from Robocop, The Next Generation. <laughs> on his thousandth birthday, a mean leprechaun gets to choose a bride by making her sneeze three times. Then she's his. 
Only the bride he chooses is the daughter of his slave. So Leprechaun must wait until his 2000th birthday to claim the woman of his nightmares. Oh, boy. The descendant of the woman he wanted to marry already has a boyfriend. A brave young boy named Cody who lives with <laughs> really his, who lives with his swindler uncle Morty, and together they run a tour company called Dark Side Tours. Leprechaun soon wakes up, kills a bunch of people, and kidnaps his bride to be. It's soon up to Cody to save her, and only wrought iron can destroy a leprechaun. Morty has an idea, but it soon goes horribly wrong when he gets too greedy. Cody ventures into Leprechaun's home to save Bridget, but little does he know that a Leprechaun's home has many surprises. <laughs> um, this is the last Leprechaun movie to be released in theaters. Mm-hmm. Everything after that was wow. directive video. Yep. This is also directed by one Mr. Rodman Flender. Rodman Flender would go on to direct um, Idle Hands, which is a very fun mm-hmm. late 90s horror comedy movie with Devin Sawa, Seth Green, Jessica Alba. And he also went on to direct, direct the Conan O'Brien di- uh, documentary, Conan Can't Stop. So, I, and I, he, I apologize because the table I was looking at was wrong on, on Wikipedia. But okay. yes, it, not, not uh, Aaron Cox. Again, it is Rodman Flender. Rodman Flender. Of course. Yes. The great rabbit. So, and that's good. <laughs> but it's interesting because out of all the Leprechaun movies, this is the one that looks like a movie, I think. Robin Flunder also has another directing credit under his belt. The best Leprechaun movie in the series. Like this, this series yes. peaked pretty quick. This is the best one. And I think eh. it's, <laughs> I think there's a reason for that. I think that it, Knows what it is at this point. It's not trying to be too serious because the, the the first movie actually tries to be a horror movie at times and it fails miserably. The later movies try to be comedies at times and fail miserably. <laughs> this one kind of skirts the line, you know. Like it, it really, it really knows how to find that middle ground between the comedy and the horror. I think you've got characters like Morty, who's absurd. Like he's just the most ridiculous, like gross, uh, greasy, like swindler. Of all swindlers, and I like him. Clint Howard's in it, too. Clint Howard has a cameo, yeah. yeah. Really, really good. Isn't there an ice cream reference in, in this cameo? Yeah, there's well? an ice cream man reference yeah. early. Which yeah. is fantastic. If you haven't seen the ice cream man, don't. Um, <laughs> but it's a horror <laughs> film starring uh, Ron Howard's brother, Clint Howard, as a killer ice cream man. Um, <laughs> this is real. But I will say this. The two leads in this film, uh, especially the, the young lady... Are are horrible. I mean, mm-hmm. terrible. The but it's lady, great. Yeah. Atrocious acting. She um really she bad. yells. She's she yells most of her line. Have you ever seen the uh, SNL character by Will Ferrell called Jacob Silge? Like <laughs> where he just yells. You know, and a little like, bit softer now. <laughs> it's like, Thank you, Tina. Like that is the actress in this movie. She just <laughs> screams her lines like a maniac. I, I like her. I do too. Um, and, and and let's let's get. This is the first one that kind of. Obviously, it's the second one, so it it's establishes new rules for the leprechaun. This is no longer just a leprechaun. He, his gold is gone. He wants his gold. He's going to kill people that have his gold and kill him with a four-leaf clover. This leprechaun has new rules, and his rules are if a, a young lady, the, the actress we spoke of earlier, sneezes thrice <laughs> yeah, yeah. without being uh, God-blessed then, or gazuntited, then... No, gazuntited. Gesundheit doesn't work because I oh, think that's, that's right. used in okay, the movie yeah. and no, that I'm does sorry. not count. I, yeah. I apologize uh, to, to RoboCop, yeah. Next Generation fan. He would know better. Uh, <laughs> the, if there are not three God bless yous, or if there's not a God bless you between three sneezes, it, it, she's the bride. She becomes the bride of the leprechaun. Yeah, because Cody's the asshole who says Gesundheit. That's right. Yes. He the, screws it all up. In the kitchen, I think. 
Mm-hmm. In her house. Not that brave. I can't brave. believe Not I remember that. Brave, that. I can't believe I remember that. What a valiant hero Cody is, though. Let's get on that real quick. No, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little bitch. And he, no, really, though, really, though, Bridget's the bitch who goes to that go-kart party and and then Cody the goes go-kart. after her. Yeah, yeah the, the party of the go-kart place with the yeah. Yeah, whatever. And she's a total bitch who's like flirting with another guy. And that guy, but real quick, Wait that guy, by the way, is the sleaziest guy on the planet. He, he literally might be might as well be licking the girlfriend while she's standing next to her boyfriend. Oh, it's I'll, amazing. I'll That's, get into him later. Yeah. Okay, good. But you know, if I were Cody, I would have left that bitch. Oh, <laughs> fuck you! You're the new leprechaun. Yeah, but ride. wait a minute, though. Wait a minute, though. That was the leprechaun as an illusion, correct? No. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. I, uh, no, I mean, no, but I'm just. <laughs> no, I, but like he really took her and he really went after her and I would have never gone after her. Okay. I would have just never gone. It would have been the shortest movie ever because <laughs> she would have been taken oh, as getting, a leprechaun bride I'm getting and my I would have said, up. well, okay. fuck you, bitch. <laughs> right. You left me at the go-kart party. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. And who hasn't been left at a go-kart party? That's true. We've all been there. No, it's tough. It's- my question is, what are the stakes here? What are really, like, what happens if he marries... Uh, Siobhan Durkin is the actress's name. What happens, oh, if, what happens if he marries her? Well, then he's got to put a litter of leprechauns. Yeah, in her. that was. The, oh God, he's so gross. The leprechauns grosser in this one. Oh, I like. Yeah. I like this. This is the skeeziest of the leprechauns. Um, he's super rapey. I really thought yeah. that she was. They were going to show like a leprechaun rape scene. Yeah, I really thought that he said she he's going to put. He's going to put a leprechaun litter in her. And, yes. And yeah. Then, and then like he uses his nail, his creepy, disgusting nail. Yeah. To like rip open her her dress, yeah. and I really thought that he go, they well, were going to show a rape scene. He goes like, "Kiss me, I'm Irish. I'm Irish," and he drools all over her oh, too. This is yeah. this is a pretty good movie. This is, <laughs> I like this one. I like this one. Alex, you should have kept going. Yeah, I probably should have. This- uh, um, can we talk about Morty real quick, real fast? Yeah, go nuts. Uh, Morty Morty um, is a character that uh, gets the leprechaun drunk. Now, this is something that'll come back into play later on. We get the, the, the leprechaun, he challenges him to a drinking game, and being an Irish gentleman, he must, uh, of course, partake. And they trick the leprechaun into getting really drunk. He's very funny when he's drunk, I will say this. This, this is a, mo- a comedic moment that actually works for me in the series. I thought he was super goofy, and he, he seems so menacing when he first shows up in this bar scene. He's kind of staring at them down the bar, like, really creepy. And I was like, all right, they're actually getting scary here. And then he just, it just totally lampoons the whole thing, and it's mm-hmm. great. Well, because he says... My favorite line of the movie was, pour all you want, pour all you can, you won't beat me because I'm a leprechaun. Hmm, ka. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, That's man. Good. Leprechaun. Best rhyme, Yeah, leprechaun. Right? That's right. What's the best rhyme? Not a leprechaun. <laughs> Not to be confused with. No. We're wrapping up here. On Leprechaun 2, I believe. You guys, um, I want to, I want to mention, because there's one more cameo I want to mention, because I, I do want to say this is, this is the, I thought this was the funniest, like legit funniest. Like there are other ones where I laugh at because it's very bizarre, but this is the funniest. Like I laugh twice at this movie. (laughs) And one of them, um, Tony Cox, the esteemed actor from Bad Santa and, um, me, myself and Irene, Mm -hmm. um, he shows up, he plays, uh, Billy Bob's partner in Bad Santa. And he shows up, and then there is a group. In the bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there's an awkward exchange in the bathroom. There is a very awkward exchange in the bathroom. What does he say? 
I think he offers him like a like yeah. a, some sort of four some, leaf clover or yeah. something. No, he offers him gold because they're in a St. Patrick's Day. Yes, it's and, chocolate, and he goes, you know, mm, it's milk chocolate uh, yep. or something. And which then comes into play at the end of the movie. But the guy's trying to pee, and he's like, 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 like little Tony Cox is like staring at him, like, like take the chocolate. And I'm yeah. like, ew, this is gross. Like, <laughs> well, why is then, he doing this? And then you see, though, sorry to interrupt him. No, but go, like, no, no, no. That he walks up to the urinal, which comes up to like that was high funny. chest level. That was and, funny. and then I'm just thinking, how are you going to get that in? I, I, li- I like that. <laughs> I mean, he, like, how are you? Like, yeah, the logistics of it are very. Yeah, yeah like, confusing. Yeah, I. <laughs> I was thinking a handstand scenario, but that's just me. Maybe he just has a good arc. <laughs> I buy he, it. He must have like a rainbow arc. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> There's certainly a pot of gold at the end of it. <laughs> oh my god, this is getting good. <laughs> Here comes the bring on the steam, Alex. Bring it on the steam. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then he's with a group of fellow um, little people, and they are in a St. Patrick's Day parade, and they start chanting "One of us, one of us," which is like a callback to Freaks. And I, I went ha, and then I went, oh my god, this director has actually seen a horror movie. Before. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a nice, the really old, yeah, movie, like horror Freaks. movie Freaks. Freaks yeah. Yeah. I've never seen that one. Yes, so it, that was nice. All right, favorite kill. Mine is the industrial fan kill. Now, what happens in this, this is our first boob shot in a leprechaun movie, I might add. It's about time. Right? <laughs> Please. Should have stuck around. Yeah. And so, what was the guy's name? Cody. Ta- not Cody. I um, Honestly, Ian, I... Ian. Ian. Ian was his thank name. Thank you. Yes. Ian, this, this sex criminal, takes, like, <laughs> he takes Bridget back, who the leprechaun's trying to marry, and he's, he, he's bought her a chili dog. And in Ian's world, when you buy a girl a chili dog, you immediately get sex. So, like, she's like, no. That's not how it works. (laughs) She's like, no, you can't have sex. I'm gassy. I just had a chili dog. Gross. Back off, Ian. And it turns out it's a leprechaun who, like, tricks him and, and, like, he tries to make out with her or something. Or I can't remember. But he sticks his face in an industrial fan and it splatters all over. It's really funny. (laughs) And then my favorite rhyme in this one is. Oh, it's also a drinking one. He goes, drink what you want, drink what you're able. If you drink with me, you're under the table. Oh, man, that's good. My my favorite rhyme is actually the one that Nikki had mentioned earlier. The the poor all you can, poor all you might. It's great. I love drunk leprechaun. I love that he misspells leprechaun. He mis- mispronounces leprechaun. It's great. Uh, good fun. Um, and my favorite kill is the propeller boobs. It's great. He's gonna go motorboater, and then they turn into. That's a, what he was gonna do. Yeah, he's gonna yep. motorboater. Mm-hmm. Which motorboating is funny. Like it's a funny thing. It is funny. And then when you add the fact that they turn into a lawnmower <laughs> or something, some sort of big giant lawnmower situation. Yeah. It's even funnier. Yeah. So yeah. That's my favorite. Ian, Ian was a douche, so I'm glad he got it. Yeah. He didn't get it, but he got it. But he did. <laughs> Nikki. Okay, well, I just, I'm looking at my notes, and I just want to say that I love that this movie is much more gory than the previous one because he finds a homeless man, and he rips his gold tooth out of his mouth. Right. And it is very bloody. And then there's <laughs> another guy in the movie where he rips... Instead of just gently taking off a gold ring off of his finger, takes his whole fucking finger. <laughs> and like I an loved agent. that. Yeah, he was like a Hollywood agent. Yes. Like a sleazeball. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right on the street, too. And nobody stopped or cared. It's Hollywood. Yeah. Um, but my, my favorite kill was when he um, the leprechaun was locked up in the safe and... 
um, Morty is outside trying to make some sort of deal with the leprechaun. He's trying to cre- make wishes. He gets three oh, wishes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he gets... Yeah, and he wants the leprechaun's gold or something. He's being very greedy. And so the leprechaun puts the whole pot of gold into Morty's stomach, which then makes his stomach explode, and he dies. And I think that is just classic. That's my favorite kill of this movie, too, because that's the only part of Leprechaun that I had seen before yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) It is a great kill. It's pretty good. Great kills. I, like, caught it at noon on, like, UPN 50 one day, so. All right. (laughs) Uh, UPN 50 is the perfect Leprechaun channel. Absolutely. Did you you have a favorite rhyme, or was it the rhyme that that you brought? Yeah, that was the rhyme. Just making sure. So, uh, Leprechaun 3. Trying to get a good... It was directed by... uh, Brian Trenchard Smith oh. and written by uh, David Dubois or David David Dubois. Or Dubois. Dubois. Du- he doesn't have the I in there, so no. I don't know. <laughs> At least not on Wikipedia. So anyway, Tim. They just take it away. Spelled his birth certificate. Um, yeah. Leprechaun three, it was a normal night in Las Vegas, Nevada. All the lights were fas- flashing brightly until a man with one hand, one eye, and one leg walks into a pawn what? shop with a statue of a hideous looking leprechaun. The owner claims it's a good luck charm. The statue also wore a medallion around its neck. The careless pawn shop owner took off the medallion, setting the leprechaun free, along with his pot of gold that everybody wants and like before. What? He'll kill anyone who goes near it. Oh, and like before, he'll kill anyone who goes near it. Sorry. <laughs> Driving into town that night was a young man named Scott who was off to L.A. to go to school. Along the way, he meets a sarcastic but friendly girl named Tammy. Scott tries gambling but mo- loses everything, so he goes to the pawn shop to pawn his Rolex watch. At the shop, he finds the dead owner and one of Leprechaun's gold coins that grants a wish to its finder. Oh, man, we're going to skip to the end. The Leprechaun kills and mauls everyone in his path for his measly gold coin, and Scott must choose whether to destroy the pot of gold as well as Leprechaun or keep it and remain a Leprechaun himself. Oh, because oh. he gets bit by there's, it. There is a lot that goes on in Leprechaun. There is a lot. It is a, it is a much more complex you know, yeah. plot than, than the rest of them. It's yeah, true. I skipped over the middle part because it was running long. Absolutely. And we want to talk about this. Oh, we have to. Because I figure people who have... Seen, they've seen the movie now. Yeah. So, Willie, what did you think of Leprechaun 3? Well, this is our first gimmick Leprechaun movie. Not maybe as much as the later ones, but mm-hmm. it's still, it's Leprechaun in Vegas. So it's kind of a, kind of a gimmick. Um, I will say that in terms of the male and female lead, which has kind of become a standard for the series at this point, um, the, it's the opposite of the last one. The, the guy, the guy who plays Scott is, is not good. Like I do not buy him as this leading man that they're trying to make him out to be. It's, it's actually really funny and it adds to the movie's humor to me because it's he's so miscast. <laughs> I like that. I did like the girl who plays Tammy actually quite a bit. I thought she was, yeah. she was solid. I don't know whatever happened to her. Hopefully she's doing okay. Um, this one goes further into the comedy direction than even two did. It, Instead of going more the horror route, it, it, it really kind of careens off into comedy. And the funny part about this movie is that it's not very funny. That's the funniest part. Uh, it really, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> you'll get your turn. It's not very funny. Um, it tries to be. It struggles to be. It limps its way towards humor, and then it falls over and dies. Sounds a lot like me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of mean. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, you're mean like that leprechaun. Right? Can we talk about that? Hold on. He describes you leprechaun. You leprechaun, Alex. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Not leprechaun. Thanks, Nikki. Mm-hmm. 
uh, uh, Robocop to TMG. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Describes yeah. the leprechaun as a mean leprechaun a lot, and I really like that because he is kind of mean. He is mean. Um, but anyway, this, this one does a lot with the whole Vegas oh, thing. I... Uh, you get your Vegas magician. The great Fazio. Fazio, yes. Who I like quite a bit. Yeah. He's a lot of fun. You get the sleazy uh, casino owner who just wants to sleep with every attractive female in the place and, and, <laughs> and stop anybody from winning money. Yeah. And then you get the um, – you get kind no, of the – No, it's not her. She's doing the best she can, but it's her <laughs> boss She's who is riding her – not literally, just riding – like to, to get her <laughs> – to like he's like, hey, you gave away all this money, you get that back. He's, he's it's well, not he's, her fault. She's a victim. No, he's sleazy, is what I'm saying. He's a uh, yeah, sleazy he guy. Is. She, she's just doing the best. She, she however, can. is kind of like the washed up old like showgirl who like just like wants to get the, her her. She's just her, obsessed with being young. And exactly. It's not her fault. She's in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I see that you're really like really sympathizing with the character. This is of, one of my favorite of all of the movies. Ta- talk so. to us. Talk to us, Nikki. <laughs> I just no. I just want to start this off by saying that. When when Willie and I first started watching this, we were watching it on YouTube, and it was <laughs> and we, true. That was the copy that we could get, and we didn't realize it at first. But every all the voices seemed just a little bit off. It, and it the movie was like sped up. Were, yeah, were you watching and, the no, movie in Spanish? Is no, that what happened? No. Exactly. We got to like thirty minutes to the end. We're like, holy shit, this is in Spanish. No one seemed to How notice. Did I or understand care? what was going on. No, but. It sounded like everybody was sucking helium, and they're just their voices were just slightly higher and just slightly sped up, and we didn't. We were just like, the main guy just sounds like a, a pussy, and <laughs> we're like, who who would cast this? Like, we watched it in real time. He still sounded like a pussy, but not I mean, as he much. Did. He did, but his voice <laughs> sounded like he had hit puberty. <laughs> so, but it, it, that was just really funny. I I begged. Willie, for us to keep watching it right. in the version that we were in, he he made us actually get a legit copy of it. I want the legitimate Leprechaun just, experience. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, okay. People worked right. on this movie. Mm-hmm. But I just want it known that, <laughs> that I think that just like Leprechaun 2, the moral of this story is that greed kills. Yeah, well, it really is. That's kind it, of a theme that runs throughout. It is. Leprechaun movie. It's. I mean, it's a very. I, I think that really a theme. The the main theme is just that that we have a really clumsy leprechaun who right for who just loses shit all the time. <laughs> he does. He yes, really he does. does. And that's and then um we'll get to that later. It's really good. But I have uh, an overarching just theme of all of the leprechaun movies that sums it up into two sentences. And I think you and I are the entire leprechaun franchise. And I think you and I are really going to have a good back and forth conversation about this. I think so. <laughs> because the leprechaun movies are very much like the first wall street and maybe wall street too. And that they come out and they say, you know what? Sometimes greed isn't good. Sometimes greed is bad. <laughs> so cut it out. Leprechaun. I don't know. I feel like I need to watch wall street now. I'm really, I'm really oh, well, glad. I think that's, yeah. I I'm, think that's the next logical step after Leprechaun. I, I think so. I I'm think glad so. there are movies out there that really take a stand against greed. Greed, right? It's like it's yeah. true. It, it's really this. It's this franchise was, was oh, pioneering this, a theme, and it, this one, this one was ahead of its time because it has some very, very um, prescient healthcare jokes. Oh, man. Uh, tell yeah. us about these healthcare jokes. Um, well, real fast, though. Yeah, no, that if, please. If this movie is ahead of its time, I can't wait until we go to <laughs> space. <in> space. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Tim. Thank you. Thank you. Well, he goes to. I want to give credit to um, Robocop because he put this. I skipped over it. 
and he put this in the description. Mm. And when um, <laughs> Scott goes to <laughs> Scott, he gets <laughs> he gets bit. This is another new addition to the leprechaun lore, by the way. Is he gets bitten by the leprechaun, and he My turns he turns into a leprechaun, and then he goes to the hospital. And it turns out the hospital doesn't accept his insurance company, which is the Green Cross. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good joke. Yeah. And then there's another good joke. It's kind of like, I don't know who wrote this, but um, he didn't write the rest of the movie. Uh, <laughs> he goes, he goes, the doctor goes to him as he's like lying on the hospital bed dying. He goes, this could be the difference between living and dying. And there's a break, and he goes, do you have health insurance? I'm like, oh, nice nice slam. Nice slam, bro. I, I love I love – my favorite part about this movie, I think, is the subplot of the becoming a leprechaun. Right. Because it, basically what it means is you just grow some facial hair and start occasionally speaking with an Irish accent, which I think no, is funny. No, you, you turn into an Irish werewolf. That's really what and it no, is. Literally, he yeah. looked disgusting like he was turning into a werewolf. Nothing like Warwick Davis looked like. Yeah. But – he just randomly started talking in limericks. I thought it was, it was funny. Like, hey, how are you? Oh, would you like some lucky charms? <laughs> you know, like it was just like yeah. random, like mid sentence. He would turn Irish and then he would go back. Yeah. It was like Very his offensive. body. Yeah. No, it was like his body fighting. Like being Irish was a virus. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and he was fighting back. Mickey, I think you found a deep underlying, like true through line of this of this film. And it's it's clearly that uh, that being Irish is, is a problem. And this director, it really is. This, I have a problem with this director for saying that. Absolutely. You, you, know, you know what? If everybody had health insurance, maybe nobody would be Irish. Absolutely, right? It's like, Isn't that the it, answer? It's like it, it, we need a vaccine against being Irish, just like polio. So <laughs> it was, if we can just get on board was, with that, it was then, really weird when after he got uh, bitten by the leprechaun, like. He went home to his family and then immediately left and went to the bar. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like, why did he do that? That seemed a bit odd. I, you know what? I'm going to throw it out there. I, I was hating on this movie a little bit. But it's kind of now that I'm talking about it, it's a little bit better than I than I remember. No, this I'll movie is garbage, Willie. <laughs> it absolutely is it's, not. It's better than I remember. It is I absolutely like, not. I what, like, is your, what is your favorite? Just real fast. What is your favorite of all the Leprechaun films? We're, we're getting to it. No, I'm just saying. No, just, we don't. Just, we don't we're getting we to wanna, it. We'll, okay. we'll get to it. We don't. We don't want to give it away. I, I just, I Building anticipation. Doubt, I know yeah. that it's not four, and now it's not three. So really, what is it? Don't worry, because it's got to be crap. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Was it Origins, Tim? Was it Origins? <laughs> I like the visual of Leprechaun in, in Las Vegas. I think it's funny. I think it's cool because he's kind of walking around. And he looks like he's a tr- an attraction, and I like that. Like the 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 drunk gambling uh, degenerates of Las Vegas are kind of. Uh, treating him like a nobody, and he's like, I'm going to show you I'm a somebody. I like that. There's a joke in here, because you mentioned this movie's not very funny, and there's a joke in here where I wrote down, like, was that a joke? And (laughs) 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 I I can't remember exactly how it plays out, but he picks up the girl. Um, Scott goes to, like, pick up Tammy. Yes, it's Tammy. And one of them, she goes, I'll give you 10 bucks if you give me a ride to work. And he goes, where do you work? And she goes, Chicago. And then, like, there's this long pause. I'm like, what is that? What's happening? Well, no, no, and then Willie and I, after the movie, I was said, I thought she said she worked in, another, like, in Chicago yeah. or something. And then they end up in Vegas. And I was like, and he didn't remember that. And I was just really confused because, like, how did they end up in Vegas if she said she worked in another city? <laughs> like, I was 
They went way too far. <laughs> they they couldn't afford Chicago. And I don't know. Is it the filming location? I don't know. Yeah, he he made me feel stupid because I was just like, <laughs> wait, didn't they say this? And he was just like, meh, they just whatever, like brush it off. And I was like, no, they literally said. Clearly stating I, I had said- given up on the franchise by by entry three. So that's not good. I just All want right. you to know I had a legitimate question, and you just brushed me off, <laughs> and I'm offended. Tim, Tim, Fair you enough. just clearly don't know much about <laughs> filmmaking because you need to give the joke time to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> really, that joke had no breath in it. That joke was dead on arrival. It was a husk of a joke, Alex. Yeah. All right. Best death in this movie is Fazio, at some point, gets chainsawed in half by the leprechaun on, in his stage show. Mm. And blood just starts spraying in front of a live audience. Yeah, in front of a live audience. Really funny. And then best rhyme. Oh God, he he like blows up a woman at oh, some point. That's mine. Yeah, that's my favorite kill is when he blows up that woman. Blows up the woman, and we'll get into this. But my favorite rhyme was during that. He goes, "Now that was quite a load to have explode. What a lovely lass! I had to blow up your ass, and now I have to hit the road." Mm-hmm. It's not really a rhyme. No, it's no. not. It's terrible. <laughs> But but before that though, yes. like because that was also my favorite kill was the woman who was obsessed with her her figure and and so he says your boobs are big your butt is small but still you're in for quite a fall yeah oh Although, that's good since he blows her up and she, she didn't fall anywhere <laughs> I just want that no like a she fall was, like, from in- grace Nikki okay. read into this okay I'm sorry jeez I just, I just I, like. I mean, I the, just pe- figured the pieces that she of would, her head to fall somewhere. I guess, like in the hotel, like hallway. But <laughs> no, I was thinking that maybe she'd fall out the window or something. Yeah. That her ass would like explode the window and she'd just fall <laughs> out seventeen floors, you know, onto the streets of Las Vegas. It didn't make much sense. No, it did not. Um, what uh, what else does not make any sense in this film is my favorite kill. Um, the sleazy uh, Vegas casino owner is uh, killed by what he believes to be a beautiful woman uh, who turns into a weird sex robot because a leprechaun, a centuries-old mythical Irish creature, would think of a sex robot as a way to kill people, and it kills him. Um, It's really dumb. (laughs) And then my favorite limerick, this one actually goes... This is my favorite. It's going to be my favorite from the get-go. It's my favorite limerick of the whole series because... I have a friend. Uh, I was I was friends with a young gentleman in high school and middle school who was obsessed with the Leprechaun series, and uh, he smoked a lot of marijuana. Who? Yeah. Um, I didn't. I'm not going to say his name on the podcast. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Oh, um, I know now. He he uh, he was a huge Leprechaun fan, and he would he would uh, do drugs and then watch Leprechaun. And this was his favorite thing. He said it a lot. He said it oftentimes. There once was an old man of Madras whose balls were made of fine brass. So in stormy weather, they both clanged together and sparks flew out of his ass. (laughs) And that's my favorite of the whole series. So there we go. That's it for part one of the Leprechaun edition of Fight the Franchise. Stay tuned next week for part two. As always, feedback at MidwestFilmLords.com is where you can write us to tell us what you think about the show or the things that we talk about. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast. Uh, search for Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on Facebook and Vine to find us there. And you can go to MidwestFilmNerds.com or iTunes for all of our previous 123 episodes plus bonus episodes with full show notes. Uh, go to Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com for all of your Amazon purchases so that part of your purchase will come back to us and we can make our network and shows better. And uh, that's about it for now. Kyle X Y, go watch a movie. <laughs>